Dive into our latest courses designed to enhance your bond with your furry friend. Whether you're a seasoned owner or a new puppy parent, there's something for everyone at dogspeak101.com. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Enroll now and take the first step toward a happier, well-behaved dog. Visit dogspeak101.com to browse our course catalog. Get 10% off all courses through February the 14th. Dog Speak Geeks. Hope you're having a wonderful week so far. Brittany is back with me, y'all. I am. Here I am. I don't know how long she's going to be with flesh. us. But she's here. <laughs> um, I know that some of you guys really want us to to record our faces while we're doing this. And I'm thinking about how to do it. And I do have a program that we can do it. We would just have to put this on YouTube. Okay. It wouldn't be on like Spotify and stuff. But we have a YouTube channel. That's All right, what so most people do. I tell you what, guys, look. I don't even know how podcast. many followers we have on YouTube. But look. A few. I'm going to go check YouTube. If we can get 100 more followers, we will do a podcast video. Okay. I need 100 more followers than we have on Dog speak YouTube right you, now. Who are you going to do your first? You. No. No, because everybody <laughs> wants to see your face too. I don't want to. Because they picture our faces when we're doing this. Y'all. Sorry. You can just go find my picture on It does not the same. LinkedIn because No, because look, the faces that you make when we're recording. You mean like this one? Uh-huh. That you're sipping your wine. That nobody can see? Yes. Just take a picture. But that's what I'm saying. Is people want to see that. Post it with the podcast. Oh, I guess I could do that, couldn't I? Wait a minute. Well, it's not like I need to take it right now while you're sipping that one because you're going to be drinking the whole time. So it's not like it's... Oh, wait. There we go. It's a little bit light. I'm going to have to fix that. Anyway. All right. What are we talking about today? Well, first I want to make some announcements. So why oh, are you jumping oh, all the way in there? <laughs> right. Nope. We just talked about we have to do announcements. I know. We have our reactive oh, online... It's, it's our online reactive dog workshop. September 11th. It's all online. Once a week, you will have homework to do. You'll have to take videos and all that stuff. But if you are dealing with a dog that has reactivity, definitely check that out. Starting September 11th. We had 11th. a good time the last time. Oh, it was great. It was a really was good a great group. Crowd. Yeah, it was good. Great crowd. Great, great crowd. 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 It's great crowd. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't even see the end of the crowd. It was such a great crowd. Jesus, it was a good group of students. It's well. Monday. It's 108 degrees outside. Um, I've gone live on Instagram today. I've posted on TikTok today. You oh, this is what. You cleaned house today. I did clean house today. I went to the gym today. Um, speaking of TikTok, look, I know you guys, some of you hate TikTok. Some of you don't want to be on TikTok. You don't want to go down those rabbit holes, Brittany. But look, I need you. I, I need you to download TikTok, get on TikTok, follow us on TikTok. Because I am trying to combat all these negative trainers, all these trainers using um shock collars and prong collars and trying to talk people into using them i can't even tell you some of these aversive trainers that have so many followers uh, because what they do looks so impressive but it's actually very abusive and it's sad and we're trying to combat this it's gross so i need you guys to follow i can't go live on tiktok until i get a thousand people what uh what's our handle um i think it's just at dog speak i'm gonna go look so i don't think it's dog speak 101 
just so you guys know, our name is Dog Speak, Redefining Dog Training. The reason it's dogspeak101.com is because somebody else had the name dogspeak.com when I named my business. It wasn't always Dog Speak. 27 years ago, it was called Home Training because I was one of the very few that did training in the home. Listen, every time you say that, like your company was called Home Training, I'm like, oh, honey. I thought it was great at first. You need a marketer. (laughs) I did need a marketer, and then you came along. And we grew our business 300%, and now you've left us, and now we're, like, in decline because you're gone. We're not in decline. Hey. Okay. Listen. Yeah? I'm getting on TikTok right now. All right. I'm, like, showing – I'm not showing anybody anything. I am – Are you going to – Timing myself here. You're timing yourself. And how long it takes me to create an account. Oh, okay. Hang on. So she's live right now. She's not live when you guys listen to this because I'm recording it. But – Look, you don't have to watch other people. You don't have to follow anybody else. But you just need to follow us. And if you want to get on TikTok to see what we're doing, all you have to do is get on your TikTok and go to the following section of your page. Not the For You page, but the following. And you'll just see who you follow, which would be me. How do I turn the volume on? <laughs> um, I don't know. Turn it down on your phone. Y'all, it's called a volume control. I'm, there's no, like, where's the mute button? I don't. I'm trying to find. No, okay. I don't. There's not a mute button, I don't believe, it's on TikTok anyway, because it's I, all about sounds I and very, things. I got an account. And that, that wasn't very long. So, so there you go, guys. So, I need you to follow us right now. We are just under 300. Uh, we need 700 more. So, share, right, and spread it and follow us and all those good things because we need you. Uh, because we need to combat this aversive stuff. We need to tell people the truth about prong collars and shock collars and all that good stuff. It is Dog Speak 101. Oh, man. Cause, yeah, because that, somebody had Dog Speak again. Y'all, they're killing me. Anyway. So, look, I just got a little notice TikTok. Brittany Watson started following you. That's great. Boom. It's only taken this long, y'all. Because you can see how many videos are on there. I want the app. <laughs> I am like a responsible adult, and I watch my tiktoks two weeks after the fact on instagram okay like a responsible adult (laughs) amanda and i are just sending tiktoks to the group constantly you and ann just kind of sit back and like wonder why in the hell we're sending y'all certain things ann and i send them to you on instagram messenger i don't i don't i check messenger from (laughs) you guys like once every three weeks because y'all send so much stuff i am so behind i don't know your feed gets matter yeah it's something follow us on instagram too though because we're still putting things on instagram i'm about to start with some facebook live stuff just so you guys know listen i want to let our podcast i let everybody know on instagram but i need to let you guys know on the podcast we are starting our group classes back um, in murfreesboro so a different place where we did them but this is one of the things that we're going to start hopefully doing we want to stream our classes live to where you can join in virtually for a very small fee and be a part of our six-week class without having to be in person. So you can hear the instructor. You can see how they're instructing. Um, And I think that it will be a really good thing. So let me know your thoughts, guys. Send us an email and let us know if you'd be interested. We're going to do a trial for these next few weeks and see how that goes. We may put it out on Facebook for one night, so be sure you're following us on Facebook. I'll mention it on Instagram, but we will probably do the live on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, We will do them on TikTok when we are able to get live. 
more than likely. So keep that uh, in your mind. And also don't forget one last thing because it's already been seven minutes um, is that we do have new products on our website that if you purchase, it goes directly to help uh, finance this podcast because it takes a lot of time. So that's all I got. And get some new guests on here too. Guess, yeah, we need yeah. some new guests. I've got a few actually thought about I'm, I'm lining up, and so I'm really excited about it. Yep. Um, we did record our one on cooperative care and family pet health, but unfortunately the sound was not great, so we're going to have to re-record that one. So mm. that was supposed to be out this week. Instead, you're going to get us Sorry. for this. So, um, But what are we talking about tonight? Uh, so we have a, we have a listener question. Um, don't know, well... Y'all heard me slam that door. Sorry. So no, I'm just. You have to pull up on the knob so it closes all the way. Um, everybody has that one weird door in their house. The dogs just walk in. The dogs can always open. So we are doing a listener question. It's a from a trainer from another. Yes, and it is a very deep. It's an entire episode listener question. Just so you guys know. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. What are we talking about? I thought you were going to read the oh. question. Well, Damn, y'all. I read the question. I didn't know. Like, how I thought you, you were going to read it out loud. <laughs> That's a real, it's a really long question. Well, I know. Just pick pieces and parts of it. Oh. All right. While you're looking at pieces and parts, I'm going to go fill up my wine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I'm back. I got my glass full because, and now I think Britt may have her shit together. This is what happens because she's on, not on the. very questionable thing. Not on the podcast for a while. Together. That's uh, All right. Debatable. Get your shit together. All right, so people are wasting or spending t- their time. I don't know if I can say her name or not, so I'm not going to. That's um, cool. She'll but, know. She knows who's yeah. it. I already emailed her and okay, told her. Cool. Uh, so we have a trainer, and so she's working with a couple um, who's recently homed a dog from a breeder who's already ten, about 10 months old, um, and they've had her about two months. She seems to be afraid and uncomfortable with the husband, um, but not afraid of men in general. And is okay with him outside of the house. Um, however, anywhere on their property, especially inside, she's nervous. She barks incessantly and runs from him. Um, you know, working on some positive associations and things like that. That, you know, are pretty standard. Um, she won't eat around him or even take food from him in any form. And she won't focus on commands or allow to be comforted by anybody else in the household if he's around. So, it doesn't sound like she's running towards, like, another human for comfort. Um, so, yeah. That's, okay. That's where we're at. Um, I, I all, may, act, I may all ask that, you to repeat some of those. Okay. But. All that to say, though, before anyone makes assumptions, very lovely guy and is trying very hard. So, this is not, this is not a situation where, because we, we've seen this before, where the male in the household can be very um abrasive abrasive use aversive techniques this is um, not the case yeah that's not what's happening here i mean you have you have a client in fact yep similar situation sweetest human you'll ever meet like would never get, even yell at the dog no raise his voice um, i love that guy but the dog for some reason yeah. is just like i don't want you here so all right take it away yeah so this is a difficult one um, I, I do not envy her on this case. Um, I don't often, in my 27 years, I have not seen that many cases to where the dog is deathly afraid of the human in the house. And it's usually the man. I mean, no offense, guys. 
but it's usually a man just because you're typically louder, you're heavier, meaning your steps are heavier, the sounds that come from you are heavier, everything's just heavy. I, I've had a few. Uh, this is a challenge because here's what you have to think about. It's nothing personal against the human. That, that's the first thing that you set off because a lot of people, and I'm glad you said that, that a lot of people think, well, the guy must have been abusive. Mm-hmm. Not, that's not necessarily, and it's the same as I get people that go, well, he's great with women, but not great with men. He must have been abused by a man. Yeah. Not. And especially when you hear, though, that this dog is fine with men outside of the home, but not okay with this particular man, like your first assumption is going to be, oh, well, he's an asshole. Right, but, exactly. And that's not. And the dog is seeing that and doesn't want anything to do with that's him. That's not what's happening. It's typically not the case. I will say 99% of the time that's not the case. What typically is the case is that the dog has had some trauma in the past, and that trauma can be many things. It, it doesn't necessarily even have to be associated with a man of that stature, um, of that, you know, tone, anything like that. It's just an overall trauma. These cases are difficult because what you're doing is you're basically asking a dog to live in the household with something that triggers fear. Mm -hmm. And anyone that's ever lived in a household who has had fear of not sure what's happening in the household, it's very traumatic. I am I'm coming to the conclusion a lot with these is that sometimes the best case scenario is to rehome the dog. But obviously that's not what we're going to talk about on the episode. I do want to talk about how we typically go about getting a dog comfortable with a human. When we look at a human in the house, the woman will feed the dog more than likely. Right, not true in all cases, and there's not always just a man and a woman in the house. We know that there are, homes can look very different. But when the dog has a caretaker that they're afraid of, the caretaker will usually try to get the dog to like them by baby talking, giving treats, feeding, encouraging them to come close petting them when they're close to their person, walking them, doing the fun things. But if we've not taken care of the mental health and the trauma aspect of the dog, then we can't help them overcome this. Because then what we're doing is we're forcing this dog into a situation that they're uncomfortable. Their brain is screaming, I'm uncomfortable, but maybe their belly is screaming, hey, I'm going to eat this food because I need to survive. I mean, obviously the brain is a part of that as well, but when you're in a home with that, the dog can't escape because everywhere they escape to, the human has access. This is why many dogs don't do as well in the home as they do outside the home because outside the home, it's more wide open space. They have the ability to move around and they feel more comfortable. It's why we want to give them more room, say on a leash. Mm -hmm. In the house, even if you have a large home, it still feels very closed in. Unless you've got like 30-foot ceilings, your Mm -hmm. house is going to feel closed in. And when a dog feels closed in, they're not going to feel like they have anywhere safe. So the first thing we need to do, and again, I don't know the history of this. I'm just going to give you some general information. And 
feel free to ask any questions that come up. Yeah. Because this is something you and I have not really talked a lot about. No, and I mean, and then for me too, um, I mean, I have a couple questions already, but the dog hasn't been in the home very long either. No, and it takes at least three months for decompression. Yeah, and this dog is already 10 months old, so they got it at eight months. Yeah, and the dog's an adolescent, so right then, I mean, right mm-hmm. there we know that the emotions, the dog can't understand the emotions mm-hmm. and can't handle that. And it's been in a, it's been in a, you know, whatever its environment was with the breeder. Now it's in a new home. I mean, there are just so many sort of variables right now. A lot of variables. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is I would absolutely give the dog that three months of decompression mm-hmm. where I'm not asking the dog for anything. I'm not... I'm basically setting up general expectations, so general rules of the house, but I'm not really going much more than that. I'm going to let the dog take their time in getting comfortable. I'm not going to I'm not going to overly encourage them by, you know, giving that strange man treats mm-hmm. or even forcing the strange man to feed. That is normally something that we would go for, but when we have this type of case, we really need to say, all right, we need three months first of decompression. Let's start there, where the man doesn't interact whatsoever. That he the just dog exists. finds one secure attachment. Yeah. That you've ha- you have to have a secure attachment. If you don't have a secure attachment, then everything is a trigger in the house. So if it's, if it's a wife, then the wife has to become the secure attachment. The dog has to feel very comfortable there. And knowing that when, they, when the dog is with the wife, the man is not going to approach. Mm-hmm. Now, that's tough. That gets into a whole nother issue with relationships. Think of it's more of a temporary issue. So, and you have to kind of think about, is this the right home for this dog? I know that's hard for people, but I'm, I'm truly, I truly believe that not every home is right for every dog. Well, I, I will say this though. If you have a professional who's working with you and they are willing to exhaust every option, I would say that's not my first go-to here, especially when you do have a dog where you don't necessarily know the history. Where's that dog going to go? Are they going to get that same sort of commitment from someone? What if this happens again in another household? So I, I mean, obviously I'm not the trainer here, but it sounds like they're committed and they want to do, you know, everything they can. Absolutely. You're right. I mean, it's not every case is the same. And that's why I don't like when people get on like social media to ask for opinions from other pet owners, because not every case is the same. Mm-hmm. If um, I'm, I want to exhaust all options before ever recommending to remove the dog from the home. And I just like to let people know, though, that I don't want to give people a false sense of um, success because that disappointment can be worse. So I guess for me, I'm always upfront on we've not exhausted everything, but you need to know based on the history of the dog. Yeah, I'm just saying. And, I, and it's a based on, you know, dot, dot, dot. I wouldn't, right? I wouldn't tell this trainer though no absolutely not no i think that this one is a like this is why we picked this yeah Yeah. because there's possibility here Mm -hmm. um and and that is the thing is and that's why we want you guys reaching out before you actually have problems like reach out as soon as you bring a dog in 
so with this case here, yeah, the dog hasn't been in the home very long. So decompression needs to happen. Creating that secure attachment with the female is going to be important so that we can help the dog have that security so they know where they can go. Because if you can't even console the dog when he's around, then we've not created the secure attachment. Yeah. So, and again, I, I, this is so... It's such a wide open conversation. So please guys know that when you're listening to this, this is not necessarily the steps I would take, but I want to just kind of give you some generalized thoughts to ponder. How's that? Maybe I should put it that way. Medication in these cases, a lot of times are going to be very handy because you're asking a dog to live in the haunted house that scares them. Mm Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need a little medication for that. Not, maybe not even long term, but something just to help the process. So we start out with decompression and then we may need to look at, is medication going to help this dog get farther along? Mm -hmm. Talk to your veterinarian about it and and make sure that you guys decide on something good. I would go with something like an SSRI. I would not go with something like a trazodone um, because the dog is living in the environment. We need to give them some support. To make some healthier decisions. Yeah, not like a when needed. Like exactly. Like a per needed. As, as, yeah, if yeah. we have something that's just as needed, the dog is living in it. Second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the owner to absolutely, the male owner, to absolutely ignore the dog from here on out for right now. Not try to interact whatsoever. If he sees the dog in the room, uh, try a different path. Uh, as an example, I have a client who whose dog is very nervous with people also came from a breeder at an older age. Dog has not been socialized very much. So uh, this woman lives in an older home. Mm-hmm. And it uh, so you have two different ways to get to the bathroom. And, of course, I always have to go to the bathroom when I'm at <laughs> the clients. And I would let the dog know, hey, I'm going to go around this way. And the first time I did it, I went around to try to avoid the dog. But the dog walked into the area that I was walking into. And it scared the dog. Mm-hmm. So I really just try to, like, give the dog an opportunity to get out of the way so I figured out which path to take. Is that inconvenient, especially if you live there? Absolutely it is. But that's where that commitment has to come in. Just know it's not going to be a forever thing. But in the beginning, if we can, it's going to be a little challenging. It's going to be hard. If we can just do this in the beginning, it can help a lot. Avoid the dog at all costs. I'm not going to ask that, that man to feed pet let out to potty walk give treats say hi make eye contact absolutely nothing that's the first thing because more than likely that guy has spent time trying to baby talk and give treats and the dog would take the treats which gives a false sense of comfort so the owner thinks the dog is feeling comfortable because they took the treats when that's not the case but this dog is not even taking treats from him anyway okay so that's good and not even taking food from him in any that means the dog has severe trauma right and so at that point that's where that ignoring completely comes in completely and with the man learning calming signals it would be important at any time that the the man had to pass the dog in the home he was able to do it in a way using calming signals staying to the side using curving using some of those techniques yawning and quick licks and averting eyes head turns body turns these are all things that we can do with dogs have you ever actually sorry yeah go ahead have you done quick licks as a calming signal to a dog 
Um, I have only once. I just sorry to keep myself from getting bitten really bad. I'm just imagining someone walking. Oh, there's only a few times that I've had to pull all of those out. <laughs> sorry, maybe don't do quick clicks. I can just I don't. Mostly because it makes me uncomfortable. To, like, it is uncomfortable. Think about I, I admit somebody it. walking through their house doing quick clicks at a dog. <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> yawning is good too, but it makes me sleepy. Yeah, but that's a little more natural than just like. Okay, yeah, quick licks are weird. Quick licks at your dog. I mean, I could, I could totally go somewhere else on that conversation, but I'm going to move on. Please don't. Okay, so the second thing I would do is I'm going to create a human-free spa room for my dog so i'm gonna give the dog an opportunity to go somewhere to decompress completely so i'm adding in lavender i'm adding in white noise i'm adding in a topple that's frozen you know with some really young great yummy stuff with chicken feet sticking out and i'm going to give them an opportunity to go into this spa room to where they can decompress because the dog has to have a safe a safe place this has to be the dog's safe place and absolutely never let the man get into that space right now. Not to clean, not to feed, not to give water, nothing. It is absolutely free zone of scary things. This really sounds like we are sort of solidifying gender roles here, but that's not what we're doing. We are not. <laughs> I'm using the example that was given to me. Because this could absolutely be, you know. The other way. It's the other way. I mean, <laughs> absolutely could be the other way. You know, so it, it's it's just understanding that whichever one is the trigger, we have to make sure that right now we keep that away. Because the only way to deal with triggers and change that emotion is that first you've got to get the dog back down to a natural or at least a healthy baseline then you can start changing the emotion. You cannot change a dog's emotion when they're in the height of that emotion. Mm -hmm. Can't change the scared if the dog is scared. You have to make sure the dog is not. This is why it's so difficult when you have the trigger living inside the home, whether it's a person, another dog, a cat, a bird, whatever the case, a kid, mm -hmm. right? If you have a child that's the trigger, that child is one of the most inconsistent human beings on this earth because children are that may not be the right place for that dog mm -hmm. so so we're creating the safe space we're making sure that the trigger ignores the dog completely that's going to take a couple of months it's go it's going to be crazy it's going to be weird in the house it's going to be um, awkward the man the trigger whoever that is may get frustrated but that is the only way we we are even going to start the process of fixing this issue if it can be fixed mm -hmm. i know i know that doesn't sound great for people but i have to be realistic okay now once we've created that safe space now we want to make sure that we have more of a routine i would have a routine to where let's just say i'm going to use a little bit of the, the example of my client is that the wife works from home unless she's traveling husband works outside of the house the dog is afraid of the husband mm -hmm. loves loves mom okay if we have those moments say when you know uh, the trigger is coming home 
we need in those moments we need to have set kind of steps that we do so the dog knows exactly what's going to happen if if your trigger comes home at 3 30 and again it doesn't matter if it's a human um a human <laughs> if it's an adult or a child see because i don't see children as humans i guess yes you do. i know <laughs> but if if we know that like say 3 30 the trigger comes home at that point at 325 at 327 you need to have a set routine to where that dog goes into its quiet place and it gets something yummy it gets that white noise it gets that lavender and it gets downtime while that trigger comes home because when that trigger comes home the energy level jumps to the roof we want to talk about our day we want to get something to drink we want to get comfortable we want to decompress ourselves there's a lot of energy that's taking place Mm-hmm. So having a routine in that moment can help tremendously. So, you know, that, that is something that every person is going to be different based on what their schedule is like. If the person works from home, if the trigger works from home, we're going to have a little bit more of a challenge. But still at that, at that, with that scenario, we need to create some type of routine where the dog is not getting surprised by the trigger. Mm-hmm. Can y'all hear that doorbell in the back? I can. can Isabella you... is dying to go out, and it is so humid and hot outside. You're going to have to close the door. She cannot go outside. It's just too hot. Um, I don't want to close the door because it's so hot in the pod lab. <laughs> I am. I don't know if I'm having a hot flash. I mean, you pulled up your hair. Is it hot to you, too? Uh, the house is warm. It's just hot right now. It's so hot outside. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sweating. I didn't know if it was my hormonal yeah, just, hot flash. Just warm. Okay. So if you have somebody working from home, what we definitely need to make sure we do is that we don't surprise the dog. If, when you're working from home, you don't have this schedule as far as I'm going to go to the kitchen at this time. I'm going to take lunch at this time. No, you're pretty much free to kind of get up and go to the bathroom when you want and get something to drink or do whatever. We need to have a setup to where this dog is not getting surprised by the trigger Mm -hmm. so you have to just kind of look at the scenario and see what's going to work best for your home um, or for this case right so routines spa quiet room human free zone um, complete ignoring from the trigger if you want to make positive associations all positive associations need to happen outside the home where the dog has much more control and much more agency so maybe a fenced in yard to where the uh, trigger maybe just sits and you know sits in the grass sits on a chair and just sits there and lets the dog do what it wants and if the dog comes up and sniffs don't immediately interact Mm -hmm. just kind of let the dog do its thing just give the dog some control because if you give the dog some control you actually make pro you might make progress a little bit faster than us trying to push it because again when we push it sometimes we can get a false sense of improvement and then we push the dog beyond its capability well because then we're taking away the dog's agency as well when we start pushing yes because we we want we want a result so fast and and i get it this dog lives in the home with its trigger you want to make success as quickly as possible because I'm sure this guy loves this dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's reached out. They've reached out to a professional 
yeah, this they love this dog. And I love that and I respect that and appreciate that. But it's just a challenge because it is going to take time. Trauma, healing trauma takes time. It is not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a month or two. It can take a year or more. And that is, and I think that a lot of times we lose clients to where they don't last that long because they expect quick results mm-hmm. when sometimes it takes us longer. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about Violet and I've been with them for, you know, it was <laughs> like a year. A over a, was it like a year? Yeah. And Violet's doing so much better and now they're getting a new puppy and we're going to start doing puppy trading. But it does take some time. So you really want to make sure that you explain why you're asking for these steps because I guarantee a human's going to be, and this is very natural, normal, so I'm not saying anything against this guy. But I know that if I had a dog come into my home, I'd be like, look, I feed you. I give you a, a shelter, you know, shelter over um, all this nasty weather. And I, I, I took you away from that terrible place. And now you're here and you have a soft bed. And why don't you love me? And you need to love me. I'm sweet and I'm kind and I love you and I want you to love me. I think I just... <laughs> did you say... Did you hear yourself say I that? don't know, but I kind of just feel like I just kind of beg somebody to love me. Did you hear yourself? I didn't. Would you like to repeat that? Because oh. I kind of feel like right now I just need to love myself or I need somebody to love me. I'm not sure. What's so, happening? I don't know. What is happening? Why, what did I say? <laughs> just really, really sounded like you need therapy is all I'm saying. Better help is not a sponsor, but I would love for them to be. <laughs> so better help if Sorry, you're listening. Sorry, I'm not laughing at therapy because obviously no, we I love therapy. Obviously, I have no. We are big believers in therapy. We are the all same about therapist therapy for a minute. I mean, I, I kind of am a therapist. <laughs> I'm a therapist for dogs. The problem is that my patient can't talk to me. I have to look at all these little puzzle pieces, and that's very different from being a dog trainer. Uh, but. Just know that these cases are hard. They're time-consuming. They're not going to be something that you're going to get done quickly. And if I'm speaking to a professional, as, as much as we want to be the answer and we want to make sure that we meet everyone's needs, sometimes we can't because our job is to basically be the mouthpiece of the dog and the welfare of the of the dog and ensuring that they have the best life possible and to educate humans to understand where their dog's coming from and to understand that many many times when dogs have an issue with you it is not personal and the best example of that are Owners that use aversive techniques with their dog who, when the owner wants to put the shock collar on or the prong collar on the dog, is enthusiastic about wearing it. And the reason being is because dogs are such social creatures that they will go through hell and high water to be connected to you. And if you think about it, as humans, many of us do the same thing where when we're in a relationship, you can't be in a relationship with anyone without having some pain and without having some discomfort. 
is it worth it? Is it a part of it? Is it a personal thing? Is it a trauma? I just encourage you guys to be a little more patient, a little more empathetic, and understand that there's a lot that goes on in relationships. And if you just be patient and you you think outside the box and outside of what you need or want and have that empathy, you could definitely make a lot of headway. And even if that dog is not the right dog for that home, you're at least giving that dog some good foundational skills to be able to take in a new environment, right? And take in kind of a new life. I just went way off track, didn't I? No, you're good. I mean, I kind of feel like I just went through my own little personal therapy right there. That's okay. Is it? Because I'm out of wine. I drank that one down really fast during that one. I don't even remember where this conversation started. You're fine. You know exactly where it started. No, actually, I don't. I'm, I think I'm lost. Did you black out? Are you good? I think I just had therapy. But nobody, nobody told me anything. I just had therapy just talking about it. I just did a, like a verbal journal. I don't know. That's okay. Is it? It's okay. All I'm saying is that these cases are hard and they take time. And if you have to have committed parents and parents or guardians, however you want to call them, willing to understand the process, it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, and, and, you know, I, I say this from my own personal because Myers, I love this little dog. I really do. He's a cool dude. He is a cool dude, right? He's really a fun dog. He's a really cool guy. I had him out in the front yard here a minute ago. We were checking out some Halloween decorations. Okay. He, he did some stuff. He totally just blew, gave me a middle finger, ran across <laughs> the road, went to say hi to the neighbors. And in, in that situation... I could have gotten mad at him, but it's my fault because I should have set him up for success because I know more about this world. He doesn't understand that this asphalt has cars going by it. Uh-huh. So it was my fault, but we I, I went over and got him and talked to him and had a conversation. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he didn't run from me. He came back. He was like, oh, okay. Then we had a whole conversation of why I didn't want him running across the road. But that's still not going to teach a dog. I know. Why you got to use a long lead for that. Run across the road. <laughs> you need to use a long lead for that. I mean, we live in a neighborhood that's it's not super, super busy, but... Yet. Yeah, well, yeah, we're getting a lot more. But the thing is, is that I, I love him, and there are things that he and I are going through together that he definitely has trauma. Um, when I got him, I had this whole thought process of what I wanted from a dog. Mm-hmm. I want a dog to go with me to patios. I want a dog that can go hang out with me wherever, anywhere, anytime. I want a dog to travel with me. I want a best friend that has four legs because you I don't. I list. haven't had that in a while, right? Yeah. What'd you say? You had a whole list. I had a whole list of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I I really do. I wanted. I wanted a four-legged best friend, um, and Myers has definitely been a, a challenge for that. I love this dog. He is adorable. He's funny. He has sweetness to him. He can be an asshole. Man, 
He's so sweet, though. He is so sweet, right? <sighs> he just has a good soul about him, and the boy loves morning. That's why, I, it's like right there, I'm like, you're not my dog, because he loves morning time. What he is, is so happy oh, about man. waking up in the morning. He is. My alarm goes off. Because, you know, I got blackout curtains. You can't tell what time no. it is in there. It's a dungeon. It's We cold. sleep separate in case new listeners here. It's dark. It's cold. Your room is light. Michael Myers is everywhere. I got the sun coming in the mornings. Actually, not the sun, but just You even have light. the moon shining in. I'm like I got a- the moon shining. I love, I love waking up in the middle of the night and looking out <laughs> and seeing. Of course, I'd go put my glasses on, but seeing the moon in my back window. Ugh. I'm like a vampire. Love it. I like, I don't want any light. <laughs> and and but, this started because of migraines back yes, in the day. And yeah. now it just sort of has like become this like sort of routine and so your little guy though he loves the morning sometimes he wants to sleep with you and sometimes he wants to sleep with me we let him choose and so this morning my alarm goes off at five o'clock that's stupid and i was like because it's so hot outside i was like listen like isabella and i have to get a walk in the only way we're gonna do is like we gotta get up early you seriously got up at five to go i mean you set your alarm for i know you didn't go for no damn walk but you said you're no, I'm going to tell you why I didn't go for a okay, walk. Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm about to tell you why I didn't go for a walk. All right. I was getting ready to get up, and I hear, so everybody sort of sleeps in their own little spots. She's got the king-size bed. That's why she gets the dogs. <laughs> I'm in a guy, queen. This guy barely moves throughout the night, but then when the alarm goes off, or he thinks it's like morning. Oh, if he sees the light coming up, he's like, it's time. He comes and like curls up next to me, like super tight. Well... So, I got this, like, body pillow. Y'all, it's a pregnancy pillow y'all that would, we both... I, I love my pregnancy pillow. It a pregnancy pillow, but you can... It's, it's called a pregnancy it's pillow. Also yeah, it's also for like a body non, pillow. non-pregnant We're not pregnant. Well. Uh, so, I, I, like, I'm sleeping it, and usually he doesn't really come near that, because he's like, well, there's a barrier. He knows that barrier. Well, this morning, at 5 o'clock, he crawls over, and he finds a little spot... And he gets right there, and his little head's on my shoulder. And so he's in between me and one of the arms of the pillow. That was his Shizu side. And then Isabella, <laughs> who usually ends up sleeping on me part of the night anyway now, which is so weird because if... She gets hot. She if y'all been hot. listening she likes cold. for a minute, you know she's not snuggly. No. No, she's snuggly. And she hates being hot. Yeah. Well, guess what? She's snuggly. And sort of resource guardy. There's that, too. Which is Ooh. why he sometimes doesn't want to crawl over. Like, anyway, she's pretty good with Myers. Cats, not so much. No. She's like, no, mom. Because she knows mom doesn't mom want cats doesn't on there. Mom doesn't want you on her. Anyway, so, sorry, Pam. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Pam. Sorry, Pam. And, uh. We love you, though. Yeah, so, they both, like, got up on me this morning. And I was like, yeah, we're not doing a walk. So, we got up at six instead. <laughs> well, that's just dumb. <laughs> I noticed you put him in my room, though. Because he... So what he does... I don't know why he asked to come in my room. Because my ass is sleeping until my ass says, I need to get up. So... I did wake up early this morning because I actually slept last night. That's good. This morning... You can tell in the mornings if he, like, wants to go in there to, like, sort of play. Like, hey, wake up. Let's go. nothing like him coming in. I'm still sleeping. He gets a toy and he does that little pit bull. And if y'all haven't seen it, I'm going to be posting on Instagram... Probably it's a great video. the same day as I put this out. It's a great video. It's hilarious. Some days, though, he'll, like, 
just kind of like lie outside your door and like, oh, he's still sweepy. So I'll put him in there because I know he's going to go. Because he knows we're still asleep. Yeah. He's going to go to sleep. Especially if I feed him in the morning and he gets his. Oh, if you feed him his he's little belly done. full, then he wants to go take a nap. I think that's why I'm, I'm going to start making <laughs> guesses in the mornings whether you feed them or not based on his behavior and see if I can actually see a. I always give him a little snack because we get up so early. Now, Isabella, on the other hand, is not a morning person. Me which either. Which is so funny. Like, she would sleep with you until 12 o'clock. If she would just, <laughs> if I had a bigger bed, maybe. I don't sleep till 12 o'clock. She no, I'm saying she though. would, though. But Tebow was that way, too. Like, I would get up and Tebow would stay in bed. I'm like, girlfriend, let me know when you need to go pee. Oh, Isabella's like, mm, I'm good. Eh. Unless she's sick, then she will. Yeah. Because then she tippy tappies at the door. She's a good girl. She goes tippy 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 tippy. Yeah. Okay, we're anyway, rambling. So we, got, we got to go. We got to go. So, yeah, so <laughs> bottom line is is that I love little man. And we have some we have some things to work on. Um, I'm willing to work on them. And I think that when we look at that, we have to look at the timing of not my timing. Like, I can't say I need him to be my best friend in the next six months or it's not going to work. Because trauma doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to say he's not going to meet that full need. But right now, I mean, we're, we're working on it. You're what? Don't. Don't. No, don't. I, Britt won't say something. I'm not going to let her. Look, I'm going to wrap this thing up. I'm saying the dog ain't going nowhere. No, the dog's not going nowhere. No, <laughs> That's Myers what I'm is, saying. Oh, no, Myers is here. Just because he's not your dog. He, no, he is my dog right now. <laughs> He's my boy, right? But but we have to understand is that every dog's an individual and not every dog fits in the right home. It's going to take a lot of patience, a lot of understanding. It's a difficult situation, but I do recommend that if you are a, a just a regular pet owner and you're dealing with these issues, whether that trigger is another dog, a cat, um, a human, a roommate, a roommate and human, that same thing, right? No, reach out because... Every case is going to be different, and we can help you. Um, it, trust me when I say that you can't just have that trigger, whatever that is, and I'm using you know air quotes, whatever that trigger is, you can't just have that trigger giving treats and baby talking and thinking everything's going to be okay because brain chemistry doesn't work that way. Sometimes you got to build the offense around the QB. Oh, my God. To really? make it work. Y'all, can you tell it's almost football season? Because Britt's back. Anyway, I hope, I hope you guys have a great... I don't even know how to wrap this one up. So I'm just going to say, I hope you guys have a great rest of the week.